Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Ha ha! <laughs> What's up out there, podcast land? <laughs> Sir, I got too excited and I just about destroyed the camera (laughs) or the phone or whatever you want to call it. Never, ever give me ammunition. My my point was too. If you wonder where the ha ha came from, literally halfway through the beginning, Dan's over there and he goes to point and then he's like, that was actually a ha ha moment. (laughs) So, you know, and we literally just talked about me acting more professional on this. Yeah, see, that's right. We're off to the races. And and he keeps pushing buttons. I'm worried that we're not recording, actually. I forgot to mute the people who weren't here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, welcome to the Mosaic of Marion. (laughs) I'm glad you guys are here today. Um, El Bino. Has the <laughs> camera on him today. So, whew, me and Mona get to have uh, a day off from that. I'm yeah. sweating bullets over here, let me tell you. Um, so, hey, I'm Hank Meadows. If you're first time listening, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. And I've got my home slice, the Hey Girl, <laughs> Miss Mona. Hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> See, we doubled up. Exactly. And over there, we uh, we have Bino. Who, who needs an introduction? All right. Yeah. That's, That's Dan uh, Amos over yep, yep. there. Dan's our board board guy, and he's the bean so of the board. Yeah. So bored. Oh, goodness. Never around us. So, hey, guys, we're so thankful that you're listening. And um, just a little thought here. If you enjoy us, yeah. would you please tell your friends about us? Yeah. Um, And that's in all seriousness. Um, Just give us a shout out a few places and get your friends that are also podcast listeners to um, give us a try. And um, we would we would really appreciate that. Um, so let's just get going here. Yeah. Any, anything, anything exciting happening? No, the only thing I can say is just keep an ear out and an eye out on Facebook. First of all, if you want to know anything that's going on with the podcast, Facebook is the way to go. That's where we keep everything remotely updated. Mm. And, uh, that's the place to go, but yeah, keep an ear out. Goose of Grace is, is forming. It's coming down the line. Boom, Prepare boom, boom. yourselves. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I know your core and you had, I mean, Five core listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a strong but dedicated group. Yeah, I, uh, of which I was one. Me too. I, oddly enough, I don't think my wife was, so I'm calling her out right now. <laughs> it's like she had had enough of listening no. to this all day. And I you know, know, I kid, I kid. But I was, I would, as I, as we joke about, when I texted you guys at one time, I live tweet y'all oh, yeah, on yeah. a taped <laughs> podcast that's not even on really? Twitter. So, if you're one of us, it makes complete sense, though. Yes. It does. So, I right. would. They, they would always know when I was walking and listening because <laughs> I would start shooting text messages to Dan and Drew. And um, so, anyway, anything going on with you? It, no. So, yes, but please be on the lookout for Goose yeah. of Grace coming. Yeah. I mean, we, we've all entered summer vacations. Summer, yes. Yeah. So. I, I, I have not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> pastors don't take the summers off. To be Some fair, though, probably. I've been on summer vacation <laughs> for the last, like, three months, even though I was still working. I just yeah, checked right, out right. completely at that point. <laughs> he was changing jobs. <laughs> and he do it. He's like, yeah, well. I'm out. It's summer, officially. <laughs> yeah, it's just a child's education. Yeah, no <laughs> So, hey, we're in First Peter. Um, hey, I want to give a shout-out to my buddy, Willie, from Brazil. Yeah. Uh, Guillermo. <laughs> 
Or as they say in Brazil, Gui. Or as Hank says, Willie. That's right. Hey, brother. Love you. Thanks for the listen out there, man. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to give you a shout out. We're in First Peter chapter 1 again. And we're going to start at verse 13. We finally get to the therefore. We're going to let you tell us what therefore stands <laughs> All for. Right. So, Mona, I, I, I don't think you need to read far. No, I was going to read through 16. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you do that. Why is that funny? That'll be we're, prep we're for the next, week, half next three weeks. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like. Well, <laughs> it gives the context. We might not get past the first That's four words. That's probably true, but it gives the context. Okay. So, you know, con- yep. context, it's all about text context. without context. Is pretext. Is pretext. So, it's all about context. Yes, it is. <laughs> So, First um, Peter 1, verse 13. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the privilege it is to be in your word and to share your word with others. We thank you for the fact that we are a new creation called to be holy. And we just pray that this time be a blessing to you and be pleasing to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, Dan. All right. Therefore, <laughs> is there for a reason somebody has told me many, many yes. times. Hey, um, one and, of the days y'all going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I love the fact that it points back to what we talked about last week, which is the fact that that angels long to know this love that Jesus that, that God has for us and, and the driving force behind the, the salvation that's offered through Jesus Christ. So we get that and then therefore, so as a result of that or linked back to that, that's why therefore is there. Yeah, and, it, and it, I mean, yes, but it, I mean, it goes back to everything yeah, in, in yeah. verses three through, well, one through 17, mm-hmm. one through, excuse me, 13. I mean, think about all that that he talked about, the the inheritance that we have coming, the genuineness of our faith, um, the outcome of our salvation, and then our salvation. Mm-hmm. And he says all this, and it's like he says, all right, let me give you the gravy first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in response to that gravy, here's— Let me here's give you the potato. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, really, isn't that how he says mm-hmm. it? Let me give you the gravy. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what all you got coming. Yeah. Now, as a result, yep. here's what you do. Yeah. Right. So let's just jump into that. So preparing your minds for action. Hmm. <laughs> what action? And why do I have to prepare it? That's not where I thought you were going to go, so... So, so she's just not going to respond. Yeah, she's going to be like, that's not where I thought you were going to go. That's not where I thought you were going to go, so I'm going to sit back and listen. <laughs> so, uh, where do you think I was going? Well, I would have focused on the mind, but we can get there. Well, yeah, we're going to. Oh, don't you worry. <laughs> oh, well, I figured that that's true. How, how, but prepare. What, what, I mean, what, what are you talking about? Why do we have to prepare? Well, in the. Um, Greek, it really reads girding up the loins of your mind. And so that girding up was, um, I read somewhere about it kind of referencing back to, I'm going to get it wrong, to when they, what, see, I'm, I don't Come on, come on. Come well, on. I, I'm forgetting now because I didn't write it down. Um, as they were um, 
Tell me. Just tell me. No, no, no. Go, go, go. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. (laughs) As they were doing what? Eating the Passover? Getting ready. Oh, you're so... You you get an A for today. And so they would... They had to gird up their garments, their their cloaks, so that they would be ready to go. Is that where you were headed? Exodus chapter 12. See, if I wrote it down, I would be much more better to tell you what it said. Much more better. That's a, that's a Hankism if well, I've ever heard I mean, one. seriously, she's been hanging around the old Hanks for too long. Much more Five better. Five years. It's rubbing off. So listen, in, in Exodus, so as it says there, because it's so important that you do this, you don't just, you don't understand and get ready to go to battle. You just say, also one day, I'm just going to go to battle. Right. Or I'm going to go live this life. No, you got to prepare. So at the Passover in Exodus chapter 12, and I'd encourage you to read the whole thing, but in verse 11, he says, in this manner, you shall eat it. Talking about mm-hmm. that Passover dinner with your belt fastened, mm-hmm. your sandals on your feet, mm-hmm. your staff in your hand, and you eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. And when it says with your belt fastened, it means that's what it would go back to with your belt girded, your loin, mm-hmm. your Whatever clothing you're ready you to wore. go. Yeah. yeah, you're ready to go. Right. So that's what he says. Also, in Luke chapter 12, he says this stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning. Mm-hmm. We don't know when trials and tribulations are right. going to come. Right. We don't know when opportunities are going to come. So let's not just yeah. look at it negatively. Right. Right. We don't know when these possibilities for to speak the Lord's mm-hmm. name, to speak the name of Jesus, somebody, and and share the gospel. You don't ever know what's coming. So what the Bible is saying and what Peter's telling like is be prepared. Mm-hmm. Right. Sorry, in my mind, my son's favorite movie of all time is The Lion King. And there's one part <laughs> in there where they sing, be prepared. <laughs> and so that's what I was just, I'm thinking of. Sorry. So thoughts. Well, it, Compare and contrast that to to what your average Christian today lives like. We act like we've got all the time in the world, and then we'll hit a certain age, and we'll we'll get something in the mail that says, hey, you're going to die in about two years, so let's get together. And then we'll have plenty of time to kind of do the God thing then. And and no, first of all, I'll go the route you were going. Forget worrying about when you're going to die. When are you going to start living for God here? How many opportunities do you miss out on because you haven't prepared yourself for what God's got for you? And, and it, it, to me, it, it's like baking the, the most delicious cake. I'm not even go with cake. Cake is not my thing. <laughs> Big old cat head biscuit. Okay. But you hadn't washed a pan. You don't have a clean cat plate. Head. Do what? She have you not heard? I, I didn't She's know what kind of biscuit you're of a cat head. Okay. All it's right. a technical term, okay. a measurement. Right. Um, but you haven't washed a plate. You don't have a clean dish or, or pan. You haven't turned the oven on. That's going to be the worst experience of your life. You're not going to get to enjoy it because it's not going to be done right. It's the same thing with our minds and our hearts. If we don't prepare them, we're going to miss out on what God has given us now to allow us to be part of the kingdom. But I think it goes back a little bit deeper, and I'm going to give myself a shout out. <laughs> I would encourage you to go back and listen to the sermon I preached on Memorial Sunday, Memorial mm-hmm. Day Sunday, and specifically the second half when I talked about cultural Christianity mm-hmm. yes. and biblical Christianity. Cultural Christianity says, hey, at whatever, if I'm baptized or I've walked an aisle or mm-hmm. I've prayed a prayer, then I'm good and I don't need to do nothing else. 
I don't, I don't even know you saved if you've just done one of those things. Right. Because that involves just your mind. Now, I know we're going to talk about your mind, and your mind is important. Mm-hmm. But I think we put too much focus on some works mm-hmm. yep. and not on a heart. Right. You can, and I said it, you can get baptized to the tadpoles know your name and yep. not go to heaven. Mm-hmm. You can walk an hour every Sunday and not go to heaven. Right. Mm-hmm. You can pray a prayer and it not get above the ceiling and not go to heaven. Mm-hmm. And people like that, they yep. want to reach back. They want to live their life, mm-hmm. their own life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not Galatians two twenty way. Right. And then when you question their salvation, they get all frumpity frumpity. But I did this. But but look look what I did twenty years ago. I walked an aisle and I got baptized by a preacher. And look right there that day. Look right there that day. But since then, I've lived like an absolute. Well, I was about to say it's not right. about what you've done. It's about what have you allowed God to do yeah. in your Just life. Just listen to what heart. they say. Right. And a prepared mind says. I know I did that, and God's been moving in me, and I need to know and be prepared at all times and in all ways the best I can mm-hmm. to be ready for whatever comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, go to the mind. <laughs> She's ready to move along now. She's No, I, I was, I'm taking it all in. So, I mean, when I thought of the mind, I went to a, few, a couple places in Ephesians. And um, the first place, if I can find it— um, is Ephesians 4, verse 23, where it says, in, to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. And I think that when I think about that and read about that, it reminds me of um, when I was um, bringing up my, when I was raising my kids who have now grown and flown and left us with an empty nest, but that's what they're supposed to do, right? But I remember speaking to them about, you know, what are you taking in? Um, and if it's not godly, I'm just listening to the beat, yo. Right. (laughs) Um, you know, if it's not godly, then it's influencing you in ways that you shouldn't be influenced. And I was very strict as a mom at what they were allowed to watch, what they were allowed to listen, what they were allowed to read to. And if, if we are not guarding our minds in those ways, then we're going to be taking in things that we shouldn't. And so, um, and our mind so often is our trajectory of our life mm. can be changed by our minds. If we um, train, renew our minds to think about the things of God and not the things mm. of the world, to think about the things, the promises of God instead of the worries and anxieties of the world, um, that we, I mean, we have to do that or else, and then yes, it has to travel down to our hearts. So that's a whole nother conversation, but it really does start with our minds. I just want to, one thing and I'll throw it to you, Dan. Moms and dads, that's your job. Yep. Yep. You, you, you by the way, I I knew what my kids listened to. Mm-hmm. They they knew my standard. Right. Yep. Be a mom and a dad. Yep. One yep. of the worst things I ever had said to me was, you know, I just don't think you have a right to tell your kids about Jesus. They need to figure it out yourself. We will make statements about things about the Lord that we wouldn't make about anything oh, else. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You you gonna Less let your kid thing. figure yeah. out on and on whether something's hot or not, or are you gonna teach right. them that something's yeah. hot? Yeah. Right. You're going to teach your kid about walking out into a uh, road or, or what? You're just going to let them figure it out after they get hit by a transfer truck. Right. But, oh, when it comes to Jesus, let them figure it no, out on no, their own. Yeah, don't want, don't want to get involved Then why send that? them to school? Right. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. let them figure out the English language and how to multiply and all that stuff on their own. That's ridiculous. Uh, no, I was just going to say, you know, kind of along the same lines, I've seen, you know, having taught here recently, I, you know, I, I teach – Kindergarten, first and second, we we see just the impact that 
sitting a kid in front of a tablet half of the day with no well i put on i put on parental controls it doesn't matter right at best you're filling your kid's mind with things that are worthless um at worst you're you're really you know putting some things in there that are going to mess with them for their life i think you're absolutely right where our mind is is where our life is going to follow and so um and, and talking about music that's one of the easy ones look I got to the point, I mean, you can probably tell by looking at me, I grew up listening to hardcore rap. Yeah. I really did. Like, I'm not, that was, when I came along, it was in the heyday of rap, uh, what what uh, eventually got called gangster rap. And so that's what I listened to. <laughs> and so, um, but now, you know, I, I listen to almost exclusively, now we've got the radio on, something else will come on every now and then, but um Christian music, not because I think it makes me more pious or anything like that, but because what else is worth singing about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. None of this other stuff matters. Why am I going to worry about singing? I, and I used to think maybe I'd just get emotional over Christian songs because I, I if you want to see me cry while driving, put on a, a couple key Christian songs. But it's not that. Because there are other songs that are emotional. I mean, turn on a country song where everybody lost everything, you know, and your dog walked out on you yeah. and all of that. Mama's in jail. Me, yeah, it doesn't affect me one bit. But it's because there's nothing that impacts me eternally right. in any other type of music. Okay, so you went there. When I read this, I go to Colossians 3. If then you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is mm. seated at the right hand of God. Set. Same word. Same word that is set right there, which is uh, pre- uh, preparing your minds for action. Mm-hmm. It's the same mm-hmm. same truth there. Yep. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are mm-hmm. on earth. For you have died and your life, I love this, your life is hidden with Christ in God. Yep. My life is not my own. I, I mean, we deal with that so often. Oh, yeah. That it's not my life anymore, and my life is to be bound up. I think we've lost that as as believers, mm-hmm. that our lives are bound up in Christ. So a bunch of this mess that we do, I believe, would be taken care of mm-hmm. if we would simply remind ourselves, it's not my life. And, and do I want to be doing this if Jesus were to come? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was such a good, um, and, and I know that came from from your previous sermon on Memorial Day. That was such a good example of just a quick test. Oh, if Jesus came right now, what would he find? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you the connotation. Yeah. I, I used to drink. Yeah, and and so through um, Lisa talking to me one day, she said two things: "You good with Jesus showing up with that beer in your hand?" Mm-hmm. And are you, because we had teenagers drop yeah. by our house at any time. Mm-hmm. And what if a teenager yeah. came by? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Man, I mean, you talking about just somebody <laughs> ripping your heart out <laughs> in the moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, t- this is not a pat on my back because, I mean, it, what I was brought to my attention. Right. I, I literally poured that beer out. I literally poured every, every drop of alcohol I had in my house. I poured out. And that's not to beat myself up. It was by the power. And here's the great thing. I haven't. I don't struggle with it. Right, right. God took that away in that very no moment. No longer part of who you are. Yeah. But it comes back to, would I want to be doing that if Jesus showed up? I mean, think about it. Jesus, hold on. Let me finish my Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, and and it, it 
I think we, I think it's universal, but I think we have a, a kind of a unique flavor of it here in America where we celebrate so much. It's your life. You do what you want with it. We do. Yeah. America is, is, yeah. is a Christian's own worst enemy at times. Yeah. Especially yeah. right now at this time is the graduation time and people are, you know, kids graduating from high school, graduating from college and we fill their minds with lies that you can do yeah. whatever you want to do. You can be whoever you want to be. You can chase your dreams when the reality is, is if you are a Christian and a believer and your life is hidden in Christ, then what should, what should you really be pursuing? Being who God wants you mm-hmm. to be, doing what God wants you to do and going where God wants you to go. Yep. And, and those are the things as a church and the um, people who are graduating in our church those are the truths that we need to be filling their minds with because otherwise their minds are focused on themselves mm. and not on God and the things of God's mm. kingdom and allowing God's kingdom to to be made here on earth, which is what we're supposed to be living for. And, and you're not going to hear uh, and it. I'm with you. It drives me crazy, especially this time with, with graduation, the messages we send out. But you're never going to hear, be who God wants you to be. And even to the point where it may very well lead you to not be successful by the world standards. Right. Yeah, we won't. And I mean, I'm. I'm. Look, my daughter will be graduating next year. Um, I don't know how since she was five yesterday. Um, but yeah, I want her. Like, I don't. No parent wants their kid to struggle with you know paying the rent, or no kid. Nobody wants their kid to struggle with you know finding work and and or finding a, a you know a happy marriage any of that. But at the end of the day. All that takes a back seat to being who God calls you to be. Now he may call you to be successful financially. Yeah. But he may he not. He does call right. people to right. be right. successful. Right. He, yep. he does. For a purpose. Right. right. Um, but it's just one of those things as a parent, you you want so badly and there there's such an echo chamber of this because all parents kind of push toward that as their kids yeah. get older. Um wanting them to be successful by the world standards. And I've always told my daughter, I said, I don't care what you are as long as it's what God calls you to be. Yep. That's it. I, and I think parents struggle with that. Yep, for sure. Yep. You know, I've had people tell me when I was going to the ministry, one person said, how are you going to make any money preaching? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not, <laughs> not, not my problem. My, you know? <laughs> my Bible says he he owns a cattle of a thousand hills. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he can give me what he wants to give yeah. me. Right. And I mean, whatever. Yeah. As long as I'm faithful here, I mean, because so many people don't prepare for the next life. Yes, right. yes. They put all their eggs in this basket right. of this life. Right. And my goodness gracious, I, I'm going to say it again. If this is all there is, right. it's a raw deal. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, and I was thinking that that's the, another reason why we are preparing our minds for action. Because when we have our mindset on heavenly things, then we are able to focus on heavenly things mm. and the things of God and the kingdom of God rather than the muck and mire of this world. And it is muck and mire. And so so when our mind is not focused the way it's supposed to be focused, then we get bogged down. Then we're in the slimy pit. Um, and then we're pursuing the things of the world that we shouldn't be pursuing. And so... Or worried about the things of the yes, world that really yes. doesn't mount to hill of Yes. And so... so I mean, it, it's from all those angles, not only so that you're effective for the kingdom of God, but so that you can live truly as a citizen of the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. which you should be living, and not being dragged down by the things of this world, which which can is so, I mean, it's just messed up. And so, yeah, gives us that hope, that living hope that we talked about before. Um, 
if our minds aren't set on heaven, we don't have that. We can't hold on to that. And, and, and by the way, you don't, in a sense you do, but ultimately you don't. I hope I totally confused everybody. <laughs> At the moment of salvation, yeah, you have Jesus and the Holy Spirit living inside of you. But if you don't feed yeah. that yep. inner new man, mm-hmm. it's not going to grow. I just talked about that going back to right. um, the Memorial Day. You're going to still need milk. Right. Milk is something given by someone else. It's nothing you've done. And so you you get this by your own. Those people in the Exodus, there was a thing they had to do. Mm-hmm. Right. He said, cook it this way, eat it this way, mm-hmm. have this ready so you can go when I tell you to go. Yep. It's the same thing for the believer because, let's be honest, we don't know when our race has finished. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Nobody Especially the days, I mean, it's like more 30, 40, 50 year olds are just dropping dead mm-hmm. than seemingly. Now I know social media and you got, it's right, easy right. to get, but good gravy. Yep. Who knows when we're going to draw our last breath right. and are you prepared? Oh, I wish I'd have had more time. Mm-hmm. You'll never go. Yeah. I honestly don't think we're never going. We're not going to be in heaven. And somebody goes, you know, I just prepared too much down there for heaven. <laughs> right. I spent too much time. That's the reason the people that will say things like, well, you're going to be too heavenly minded. You're no earthly good. Show me that dude. Right. Or do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Show me that one. Right. Yeah. I don't think you'll ever hear God say, thank you had too much heaven in you down there. <laughs> if you'd just been a little more earthly. I needed you to be more worldly. I mean, think <laughs> yeah, about what we're yeah. saying in that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I needed you to be a touch more worldly. Right. <laughs> you relied on me a little too much. <laughs> Yeah. What we're going to hear is you are way too worldly. Right. I needed you to be more heavenly minded. Mm-hmm. All these blessings you could have had, you don't get. Right. Because you are walking too much in the world's mire and muck, muck mm-hmm. and filth. Mm-hmm. And you were not focused on me. Yep. I, I really, I mean, I'm telling you, that's what I think this is really talking about is is where's your focus? Yeah. Because your focus will help. And, 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 you know, I talk a lot more about your heart. and talked about it Memorial Day. I really hope you guys will go back and give that sermon a listen because I really, God, I think, used that. Yes, it's about your heart. You don't get saved because your mind's right. You get saved because your heart's right. right. But your mind, uh, what does he say in Romans 12? That's where I was headed. Do not be conformed to this world. Be ye transformed by the renewing of what? Not your liver. <laughs> your mind. Not your pinky toe, by the renewing of your mind, so that you can prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. Mm -hmm. So the mind is important. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand it's the heart. Yeah. But your mind has got to be so in tune with your heart. I was about to say it's got to follow. Yeah, yeah. You know, that you're you're understanding and, and you're figuring this thing out. Set. Fix it. So here's my big thing. Go back to Second Corinthians. And, I, man, I'm telling you, all I really, sometimes you preach messages that you yourself need to hear and enjoy. Second Corinthians 13, 5. Examine yourself. And that's what I would encourage you guys to do today. Examine yourself. Where is your mind set? Mm-hmm. Is it set on earth or heaven? And if it's on any any answer other than heaven, you got you've given the wrong answer. Right. And readjust and set it. Are Either we on one. Big thoughts. Yeah. yeah, we're on big. Th- that was yeah. my big thought. Well, I thought I know you said that. Well, I mean, but 
I was going to say the same thing. So sorry, Charlie. <laughs> Likely story. Well, I'll I'll jump in. Yeah, I guess. thanks, Dan. She, this is what uh, usually you do. The, <laughs> yeah, I, I usually try to steal somebody else's idea. Um, no, but the thing that I kept thinking, you were talking about, you know, when you get to heaven, you, you know, God's not going to say you were too you were too heavenly. Um, the other part of that is don't wait till heaven. Look, my biggest regret if I if it, somebody gave me a time machine and I had the the opportunity to go back, the first thing I would do is go back to me. 20, 30 years ago and say, get in a relationship with God now. Stop yep. wasting your time. Um, and I, I'm fortunate that I'm, I'm still able to, you know, do things like be on a podcast and be active yeah. and all that. But my biggest regret isn't that I didn't I didn't sin a little bit more before I got yeah. saved. Is <laughs> that I, I wasted so much of my life for the things that weren't eternal. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to know when to start, again, you're not going to get that that piece of mail that says, hey, at the age of 50, you're going to drop it. Do it today mm-hmm. because you're not going to regret it. You're going to regret not doing it yesterday. Yep. Right. right. So I would focus on the action word then since you all said everything I was going to say about the minds. But the action part is that <laughs> we, I mean, we cannot um, think that we can live the Christian life just sitting in a comfortable pew or sitting in our chairs at home. Um, we have to be uh, ready to do whatever it is that God asks us to do, whether that's to do a podcast, whether that's to write a book, um, whatever Take it a is. Loaf of bread right. Or yeah. Write a note to somebody. Send you know, a, cat head biscuits. Yeah. 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 <laughs> send an encouraging text to someone. I mean, when you are in tune with the Holy Spirit, he is going to direct you and you have to be prepared to do the things that God asks you to do. And when you're not, then you're not living in obedience. And so that's what you need to do. Well, I was wrong at the beginning. I said we wouldn't get through the first four words. We got to word six. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you credit. I was with you. I thought 16, you know, we, we cover a few and I, I've been, I was very excited. Bro, I knew we weren't going to hardly get past preparing your minds. And then we got four. We didn't really talk about four action. By the way, <laughs> no. by the way, let me just say this. Christianity is an action mm-hmm. lifestyle. Right, right. Not sedentary. <laughs> Big word. Every now and then. It's like she's an author. The writer. Yeah, like she's a writer. Yeah, I'm like, wow. But it is. It's, yeah. it's, it, but too often, I really, we could run on this. But too often, we think the Great Commission is now be seated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Instead of go and tell and make disciples. By the way, not believers. Yeah. Disciples. So anyway, we'll maybe. I was about to say, hopefully we'll get to that because I'm with you. We could do a whole other one. Oh, yeah. Right we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll get on that. So anyway, let's pray. Father, help us to set our minds where you would have us set them. There is a need for us to let go and let you too often we want to make decisions about our future, about our now, about our lifestyle, about this or that, instead of allowing you to be God of our life. Help us to do that, Father. We do pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Got my home slice with me, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. Got the bean of the board over there. Yep, yep. Dan Amos. And um, thanks, guys. Bye, y'all. <laughs>